This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everyone. I see that there were people that showed up yesterday, and I'm so sorry. I had a very all-consuming all family thing going on. That was a nightmare. So, hi. Hi. And I didn't realize you guys could be talking in the community even when I wasn't up for this. So, I'm also live on TikTok. This is my first time doing one of these dual things. I don't, I don't really have a lot of followers on TikTok, so we'll see what happens. But, hi, Lori. But anyway, let's just get – today is Saturday. Let's start light. Let's start light with the tea. Um because it gets really heavy with the ditty of it all. I want to start with something maybe not big to you guys, but pretty fucking big to me, okay? And that is Snoop Dogg has quit smoking weed. I don't mean, listen, I support him in his journey, but as as a stoner, he is one of those people who, he's kind of like the godfather for us. I don't know how else to put it other than he's the godfather of smoking weed. So for him not to smoke weed, I'm sure there's a huge reason for it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It makes me then question, like, should I be quitting? I hate that. I hate that about that about that stuff. I don't know if I could, though, right now. I'm not, in, I'm not in a phase in life where I could be quitting weed. I don't know. I would like – I would love for him to do an interview when he's ready to answer uh, what it is because it's, it's – he's going through something. <sighs> yeah, well, smoking is bad for the lungs. It is. It is bad for the lungs. I feel a difference. When I was sick, I – um. Hold on one second. When I was sick, I didn't smoke and I just did gummies. I got so fucked up on gummies though. I had I found um, a brand that had this uh, microdose. They sponsored the pod. And they're three milligrams each microdosing. And I would eat – I don't want to say. I don't want to say it. <laughs> when I was sick, I had nothing else to do. So I was getting myself kind of fucked up. Uh, but anyway, that was the light way to start off. The next thing I want to talk about that's somewhat light is Lucas Gage and Chris Appleton got divorced after being married for five seconds. But here's the part that, that just grinds my gears is the, the infidelity was allegedly the, the cause of the split. Now, in case you missed it, in case you don't know who I'm talking about, Lucas Gage was in White Lotus – he kind of like shot to fame. He actually hangs out a lot with some of the Vanderpump people. I think he posted on posted with Katie in her stories one time. So they kind of hang. Lucas Gage, Chris Appleton. Chris Appleton is besties with Chris uh, Kim Kardashian, as you know. And they did a whole special with Kim Kardashian. Was she officiating it? Actually, I don't remember. But regardless, it it's the fact that they're already divorcing. Feels very PR-ish to me. Feels very, we just did this for, or at least Lucas, because Lucas was just at an event the other day on a red carpet seeming fine. And I know that doesn't mean much. He probably had a, a professional obligation to go there, but I still feel like it just feels too convenient. Really, like infidelity in the gay community is a very different thing. While it's real, for sure, and if you're not in a, in a in a consensual open relationship, it's absolutely real. It just seems like you barely knew each other. You got married in a very public way, and it broke the internet. 
got Kim there, and then you're already divorced? And it says, Lucas cheated on Chris. I'm reading from an Us Weekly article. Lucas cheated on Chris and found out over the weekend. That's the reason Chris filed. They were never in an open relationship. Huh. I'm telling you, Lucas got a lot of mileage out of this. That's the only reason I'm like, okay. All right. Okay. I now want to run something by you guys because this tea was given to me from Pia, actually. Pia sent me this article. Pia and I recap Beverly Hills and there – hold on, let me find it. So here's the Garcelle article. This was dated November 3rd, 2022. So this is from last year. Garcelle Bavay hates Kenya more over drama with the – BH's cheating ex-husband. So this season, I can't – or how did we find out about this? It was something about Kenya. We found out something going on um, with Kenya being friends with uh, Mark's new girl. So I'm going to read this to you guys. I want to see – I want to see how we feel about this because it's nowhere. We hear about this. We never hear about this. A source close to Bravo star – close to both Bravo stars, told the outlet that Garcelle dislikes Kenya because the RHOA star's publicist and bestie is married to her ex, CAA agent Mark Nylon. Quote, they both try and put on a brave face and be professional, but Garcelle has issues with Kenya because she's friends with Shannon, who's Garcelle's ex, the insider dish. The mutual friend added, they try not to let everyone know that about their beef because it's real and they don't want it to be out there like that. Now, remind, mind you, anyone can write this article about anybody ever. It, it doesn't matter. Um, so I just, I wonder, do we think this is real? Like it makes, maybe I'm just so sad. I don't want to imagine Kenya and um, Garcelle not getting along. I hate that idea. Over, over, over his ex or her ex-husband being with someone else. Doesn't that not seem like it's, it's not the person that he was cheating on her with. That's right. Wait, hold on. Is it? No, no way. Absolutely not. No, that that would then that'd be very different, and we would have known. So, I'm thinking this may not be accurate. I'm thinking it sounds like it's a little made up, right? Like she's she's dating people. I don't. I can't imagine she'd be pissed off, right? I don't, I don't, do I just not want it to be the case? Cause I just don't think, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me that Garcelle at this point in her divorce from um, Mike would be that upset. Let's see. Hold on. Let me see. The future reality star wrote an email. Oh, hold on. That was the email. And that's very funny. That was the person. So Garcelle and sit. Yeah. There's no other quote saying Garcelle and Mike have since moved on after parting ways 12 years ago. Mike went on to marry Shannon Barr, Kenya Moore's best friend. Hold on, wait. Is Shannon Barr the one that he was having the affair with? Hold on. I cannot see it in here. I don't I don't think so. I just want to triple check and make sure I didn't skip ahead. I'm a hothead. No. 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 Yeah, no. I don't – I can't see this being real. The couple – and the cu- – oh, wait. Hold on. Shannon and Mike have been married for 10 years. What do we think, guys? I want to get your thoughts on this. Let's see. Garcelle seemed pretty level-headed. I don't believe it. Agreed. 
if it was who he was cheating with, I would be pissed at the association. Exactly. Is she from Chicago? Great question. Oh, wait, isn't Kenya from Chicago? Kenya's from Detroit. There we go. That's what, that's right. That's right. She's from, how could I forget that, Sue? How can I forget? She is so from Detroit. Sounds like bait. I don't think Garcelle carries to that extent at this point in her life. Agreed. Garcelle said the woman her ex was with was, yeah, was in Chicago. And this person's not in Chicago. So I'm going to go with this is just clickbait from a year ago, though. But Pia sent it to me and I was like, well, let's get your guys' thoughts on it. Because I, I don't, I just doesn't track to me. Okay, let's move on to the next kind of darker topic that I want to talk about, but then it's going to get into the even darker topic, which is, so this one is Kiki Palmer. Dude, Kiki fucking Palmer dropped such insane screenshots from her security footage. So I'm sure a bunch of you already saw the weird comment he made on her outfit when she was in um, Vegas. Let's see. She posts something and he writes, it's the outfit, though. You a mom. And we all were like, huh? What are you talking about? She looks fantastic. That was the first sign. That was the first, like, that's really controlling. That doesn't seem right. It's Kiki. Everyone loves Kiki so much. And she's such a fun, like, loudmouth kind of chick. And so it just didn't, it did not make sense. Uh, But now it does. Because then she released... She is divorcing him and looking for sole custody. She filed a restraining order and she submitted these stills from their security footage that proves there have been physical violence. And the, oh God, the, it's, they're just stills. So I can only imagine. Um, but she claims that on a November 5th incident in which Jackson trespassed into my home without my knowledge or consent and threatened her before lunging for my neck, striking me, throwing me over the couch and stealing my phone. It's just such a sad, sad realization that she has been living this. Leslie asks if the pics are on Twitter. Hmm. Did I post them? I I saw them in I think it was a TMZ article the TM cuz I get TMZ notifications so I think the TMZ article popped up um so check TMZ cuz I know that they were there they unless they removed them but yeah they were it was she and she she has security around she's protected she's got and her mom it, her mom went on because Darius's brother was like, he has never been abusive. He's never done that. And, and Kiki's mom said, I don't, I'm not fucking around. I don't do this. I don't come on here and do this shit, but absolutely not. No, you're not going to deny, you can't deny footage. There's fucking pictures. Hello. You can't deny that crazy. It's right there in front of us. So anyway, it's been, it's sad to know that this is the world Kiki's been living in for all these years with this creepy fucker guy. I hate him. And she's so beloved. We love her the most. So this is very, very sad. All right. Are we ready for the big one? I've been avoiding this, but it's, I want to talk about it because it's really dark. And apparently I have like tea about it and I didn't realize, I thought it was like kind of more widely known than it was. The, um, Diddy filing. I didn't realize that sometimes I have inside information from when I was a dancer and that world is really, it's small and it's tight and we tell 
we tell each other things. It's just, I don't know. I just thought everyone knew this. So in the dancer, in the dancer world, it was pretty known that Diddy hired young men. And I heard about this from various people. I thought it was like a very widely known thing. I've even been alluding to it on my Instagram stories a bunch, being like, and those who know, know. And people, not one person has been like, I know what you're talking about. Literally not one. So this was a well-kept secret. But, you know, in the dancer world, we you do, when you're dancing for these people and shit, you do see a lot, right? So then this filing comes out. I personally thought that the young boys were for Diddy. That's what I thought this, all these years, that's what I thought. That is what I fucking thought. Which kind of makes more sense than thinking what this is, what it ends up being, which is, I don't know if you guys read the whole thing in its entirety, but it is horrific, horrific what is alleged in here. And I believe, for the record, I believe every single word, okay? So... First of all, the defendants named in this, Diddy, Bad Boy Entertainment, Bad Boy Records, Epic Records, Combs Inter- Enterprises, and Doe Corporations, which are all these like other businesses that were allegedly or that were considered employers of Cassie. Dude, the fact that this is already settling, it kind of, it worries me. The only, re- it worries me because... I hope she's just getting a huge, the money was just that good. They said, how much do you want? And that is what we'll give you. I'm, because I, I'm worried, I'm scared that he intimidated her in some way because he has the ability to. So, and yes, making the, if anyone watched making the band, you know, what's really sad. You would know that you would know that Diddy was bad. Here's what's scary. I I was so brainwashed at that point in time being like a dancer that you just, you did it all. You just, if you really wanted to be successful, you took a lot of shit. And so I don't, like, I haven't watched that show in so long and my memory is horrible. So like, I remember him being really tough, but I didn't remember the details that I've now seen people reminding us of. Like, don't you remember when he made them walk across the Brooklyn Bridge and just wild stuff like that, that it's crazy. This was a TV show right in front of our eyes, but that is how sick we were about if you want it, how hard are you willing to work for it? If you want it, that's what's going to happen. It, it, so it was right in front of our eyes, like so many things that until things are told us, like, is that kind of fucked up? We're like, oh my God, it is. We should stop that. So... It was, it was absolutely right in front of us. And anyway, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to re, if trigger, trigger warning, trigger warning. But when I read the part about he, he's 22, she's 22. He's like 40 or whatever. When they get together, huge age gap, huge power dynamic thing. He basically like forces himself on her the first time and she runs out crying, but she's so screwed because there's no protection against Diddy at this point at all. And so a few months into their awful relationship, he introduces her to these things that he now, he calls FOs, freakouts or something, freakouts like that. 
where he would have her arrange male sex workers so he could watch them. And the abuse of that is so dark. They would take place in these nice-ass hotels, like the Beverly Hills Hotel or Shutters in Malibu. He would film them, and sometimes he would hit her in front of the sex workers. Like, that is freak off. Thank you, freak. Oh, God, 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 God. That is the, it's like humiliation on every level. She would be throwing up sometimes before it. She didn't want to do it. And he would force her to. This man was sick. So one time, one time he hit her during an FO and she tried to leave after he fell asleep. So she was like sneaking out. I can just see it so, like the, the, the way this was written was so vivid and as she was about to go out the, the door, he wakes up. And so he runs after her. And then in the hallway, he's picking up vases, anything he can get and throwing them at her. And there's glass breaking. And she thankfully is able to run out of there, get in the elevator and leave. This was at the Intercontinental. And he paid $50,000 to get the security footage from them. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that. How fucked would she feel? In that case, like she tried to flee to one of her friend's houses in Florida, but was threatened by bad boy and Sony at the time that her single wouldn't be released. So imagine you do all of this. You're in this shitty relationship to have a music career. Then this happens and. Oh, God, it's it's so bad. Sue says, I feel like anyone who talks about this needs to be protected at all costs. Absolutely. I hope she got a billion dollars. I really do. The stuff was, I mean, I don't, I I had to stop typing out some of the stuff because it was really just, it just was constant. There was just so many examples. At one point at one of her parties, I think her 29th birthday, he forced her to leave to do an FO and then he got, I don't know, she didn't want to go or something. And then later that night he gets, to the, he gets to the party or the after party or, or whatever they, th- the th- whatever they were, the girls were hanging out. I guess she did the FO and then went back to the party. Ugh, God, he ends up dangling her friend over the balcony, dangling her friend over the 17th story balcony. He was a monster. It sounds like R. Kelly all over again. Sure does. And don't forget, P. Diddy was tight with Russell Simmons. Now, Russell fucking Simmons is a creep of all creeps. And this is, I knew this before any of it became public knowledge. When I worked at Soho, he would come in all the time. And he was such, he always had a young model on his arm. Young, very young. The same, They all kind of looked the same. Really thin, beautiful, of course, but just young. And he didn't fucking pay his bill. Ever. He never paid his bill. And so we would have to, every time he came in, be like, Russell, you've got this outstanding bill. It would just be from the night before. And every, and I'm talking every, he came in like five times a week. Every time he'd be like, oh, man, I forgot. Oh, I did it again. And we said we could keep a card on file. That way we can just charge that. And he was like, no, my assistant or my accountant won't let me do that. And so 
in this very small way, by making management go up to him every single time he came back, being like, well, you got to pay your bill. It was a, to me, it felt like a control thing. It felt like there was a, a manipulation control element just to even that, just to fucking that. So Russell and Diddy and all the fucking music people are tight. But what a network of evil. What a network of awful. These men. And I don't know if you guys watched, what's it called? Um, it was on HBO. Does anyone remember it was, what, what it was called? The, the one that was about Russell Simmons? Was it in the, fuck. It's so good. And it's about this, this woman who was big in hip hop and she was, and she was moving up in hip hop, but then Russell Simmons raped her. And of course, that ruined her whole everything. She didn't tell anybody. She knew that she couldn't tell anybody. So it destroyed her. She quit music. And this, this, um, I'm going to, I'll try to remember the, the, I'm going to write down to remember it and I will, I'll put it like in the comments or whatever of this. We missed out on a lot of shit she could have put together. We missed, like, she could have been producing cool music. Like, we as a society missed out on music that she could have given us. But she left it because Russell denied it happened. And I think he kind of, I think this is the, in in this one, she remembers um, people, like, protecting them. That's the other part. The network of protection around it. The Me Too movement hasn't even come close to touching the music industry. Let's remember Kesha, Kesha and that bullshit and that awful, awful stuff. Damn it. What was it called? Hip hop HBO. I'll get it for you guys. I will remember it because I think I just posted about it in my stories and I can just go pull from that. But yeah, it was. So anyway, so this Diddy thing just makes it, it doesn't shock me at all, but it also does shock me at all on the record. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On the record. Oh my God. Oh. Thank you so much for that. On the record, on HBO, it's so good. It's good music too. It's a great, great, great documentary. Let me go to the chat and see what y'all are saying. Jaguar White Wright has been talking about this for a long time. Yep, Jamie Foxx was talking about him and then he got mysteriously sick. Ooh, don't, oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, He's exiled in Bali right now, right? Yes. Russell Simmons ain't coming back because he's a pussy. Uh, and no one said, Joanne, you're so right. No one said a word when R. Kelly married 15-year-old Aaliyah. We, it's just they, the way they spun stuff to us. You guys, okay, hold on. Wait, this brings me to something that I've been meaning to like talk about just randomly. Remember the term that we, I said this term, jailbait? That is the most fucked up term that we used to use. I, I used that. People use that on me. I think I called myself jailbait. That is the most fucked up phrase. It puts all the responsibility on the young girl, all the responsibility on her or the boy, whatever. And I, I can't believe I said it all the time. It just, it dawned on me because I was watching, um, uh, what's that called? Where they go, where the 60 days in, I was watching 60 days in and someone was like, that's jailbait right there. And then it reminded me like, we said that like a compliment. That's even more gross. 
is that we'd be like, ooh, you're jailbait. Ugh, gross. Oh, we were so gross. So yeah, it is not a surprise that all of this abuse was taking place right in front of our eyes, but we were just so programmed because the people controlling the media were men, you know, probably white men mainly. So yeah, so also there was Kiki, uh, Talk of Shame posted on her TikTok, maybe uh, she might have posted on Instagram too. There was a psychic who predicted uh, Kim Porter's ex would be exposed, and she even got the date right. She even said November 15th. So, like, my hair stood up when she said that. Um, Kiki played a clip from that. But now Kim Porter, all of that, you, makes you think about that. Now, because you know Kim Porter had three of his children, and I don't doubt there, there was a ton of abuse. People are now trying to be like, was it, you know, as Craig Conover would say, a nefarious death because she died of pneumonia at a young age. So that that already was like, how do you die of pneumonia? It is weird how we never really know anything about stuff like that. Yeah, no, we never we didn't hear about that when we were kids. You know what else we used to do as kids that I didn't even think was terrible or like dangerous? We used to go door to door selling stuff like the walkathon. Like, would you sponsor me for the walkathon? I literally would walk out of my house and walk door to door with me and a friend my age. What the? F- we could have just been pulled right in there. And I probably would have, honestly, I probably would have gone in someone's house. I, I think I was that clueless. Like, okay. Like, we needed more, <laughs> we needed to be more educated on the world around us. Okay. I will tell you that. Yep, we sold trash bags door to door, right? Like our parents were like, good luck. Go ahead. (laughs) How did we survive that? That is insane. So anyway, Diddy is an actual monster. And the fact that he, so let's go with that she's just getting a huge payout. Let's just go with that and that it's not intimidation and that it's nothing like that. Let's just pray that that's what it is. Um. That means that he's like, that is how real and accurate her account was. Cause he's like, fuck. What's happening too is that people's like NDAs are giving, are, are expiring, right? And so he's like, I got security that could validate this. The, Cause there's so many people involved in, in protecting bad men like this. You know what I mean? There's so many people that go into Marilyn Manson. Oh my God. I went on the worst Marilyn Manson like spiral. When that all came out about Marilyn Manson. This has this is very Marilyn Manson adjacent. What the fuck is it? It's like a formula. They make them have the sex with the other people and they watch and they degrade. It's just, it's sick. Oh my God. There's too many predators in the music industry. God, I pray for it. I hope that by it coming out, well, I don't know, because they're still in power. If you want your music made and produced and stuff, they're still the people in power. It's bad. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay. Oh, God, sorry, guys. That's like, I'm I'm hot. I'm like hot talking about this. Uh, let's get on to a topic that is now, because I want to like segue out of this and then do a little like Q&A with you guys, because I can't end on that. It's too dark. Did y'all hear about Carl going on Captain Lee's podcast, allegedly telling everything about what happened in the breakup and the relationship and all that, how he didn't get producers to go and film it. He He's moved out of the apartment. But and Captain Lee apparently called Kyle a douche. I'm getting this from one of Up and Adam's TikToks. But Carl demanded they pull the episode so it didn't air. So why do we think that happened? 
I think Carl would have said, uh, production told me, like NBC or Bravo told me, but then it wouldn't make sense because Lindsay was able to do it. So, huh. Either my guess is, here's just my guesses, and I want to hear what you guys think too. This is just my guess though. So I want to hear what you guys think. I think he heard Lindsay's interview and was like, oh, wait, some of my stuff isn't matching up. Like it's not. That's my that's the only thing I can think of. Uh, And Leslie's asking, really, he wouldn't have the power to pull an episode. Would he? Yes, because Captain if you Captain Lee said it wasn't my choice not to air it, which means that Carl was like, please don't. So, I mean, sure, he could have Captain Lee could have been awful and done it anyway. But um. Yeah. So I'm lo- I'm looking in the chat here and we've got Susan saying sh- he must have been really scared of the bad feedback. Yeah. So he must have. OK, I'm going to keep going. Uh, I think it was after Lindsay's podcast with Nick. Well, no, exactly. I think he heard the podcast with 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 Nick and was like, uh, either what he said just did not line up with what she said at all. And he's like, oh, we can't air that. That is not accurate. These are these are not these are not facts or. God, fuck, I don't know. Because that is, you would think he'd want to get it out there. You know, you'd think, because Lindsay painted him in a pretty not great light, and you would think he'd want to tell his side of the story. But maybe, oh my God, you guys. Oh God, I got it. 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 Okay. Here's what I think it is. Here's what I think it is. He was presenting the part, you know, where he was like, she would ask, What's he doing with his career and his money and whatever? And the, and he'd be like, like, leave me alone. Don't talk about it. He probably presented it on Captain Lee's podcast. Like, and then suddenly she's like, what are you doing with your career? What are you doing with your life? And I was like, oh, leave me alone. But he probably presented it like it was totally justified. So all of the points that Lindsay probably made to make it more like, uh, really, Carl? He probably made like, and then, and then there she is telling <laughs> me. What am I going to do with my life? And so then she, he sees the feedback, which I'm assuming most of the feedback was like mine. I don't, but I don't know. I haven't, I never get to see anyone else's, uh, content because I'm always doing this. Uh, I am guessing people were like, why would she not want to know what you're doing with your career, dude? Why would she not want to do that? And so maybe Carl was like, yeah, can we not play that? Cause I'm totally acting like I was justified. <laughs> you know what I mean? How much money would I pay to see that, to hear it, to watch it, whatever? I want to know what he freaking said because why, why pull it? It's funny. It's so funny to me how much Captain Lee does not like Kyle. He really, really does not like, he does not like Kyle. He called him a douche for crying out loud. And he's already blamed Kyle for the breakup, which doesn't really make sense to me. Because what? How? How can one person? How can a friend have all that to do with the breakup? You know, especially. So then, does that mean Captain Lee doesn't support the breakup and wishes they would get together or stay together or something? <sighs> okay, let's see. Jasmine, does Bravo okay these interviews? You know, I don't. I. I. I can't imagine Lindsay would fuck up her bag with Bravo and do an interview without being like, "Is it okay?" Um, because honestly, it's probably when I'm really thinking about it, cause I thought the same thing, like, isn't this giving shit away when I'm, th- I think what she did was she didn't talk about anything that happened while they were filming. 
she per- like I don't know if that was intentional. It must have been, but there was nothing, no specifics about that. But then got into what happened, like when cameras picked back up. So really, it's kind of like PR for the season because it's like really like enticing people. You know what I mean? It makes people like, ooh, I want that. I want that. Um, Bravo does approve prior, I believe, but I don't think uh, they can pull them. Look at Tom's interview. No, Bravo can't pull. Well, I'm sure. Actually, that's not true. I'm sure they could. I'm sure they could. They could pull it. Or or just threaten. Fine. I don't know. Something. Jasmine says, I doubt Carl is afraid of bad feedback because most of the viewers are Team Carl and have been bashing Lindsay. See, this is the problem with me not, like, I only, I typically only follow people that kind of share a like-mindedness with me, um, which is probably bad. But I only see people having kind of a realistic, like kind of how where I was, where I was like, look, she could totally afford and stand to make, um, to take a little bit more accountability. But um, I can't imagine just being, although Pia did just tell me about a Team Carl conversation that she heard. Uh, she it, We talked about it on the, on the Southern Charm recap we did today, which if any of you Patreon people are in here wondering where that is, I, as soon as I finish this, I'm going to upload it to the patreon it's a really good we we did episodes eight through this last 110 and we had that was one of my favorite recordings with pia we had a lot of fun uh but she did tell me about a team carl because Lindsay should have never been drinking with him she should have known that that was um a problem for him and she should have respected that or something and my take also pia's take was if Carl isn't telling her, I don't want you drinking, which is what I've been saying, like he didn't have the, he didn't want to say that to her, then she's not in the wrong for doing it. You know, like I, like I said, when I talked about the Lindsay interview, I said, I don't think he had the language to say, I don't like you drinking. So instead he framed it like, I need a little help getting to my year mark. And that made her quit drinking. And he's like, sure, yeah, okay, you're supporting me. But really, I thought, I think he was like, I don't like you drinking. But it's harder to say that. So he let her start drinking again and didn't have the balls to be like, I really do need to be with someone, I think, who doesn't drink. If that's if that's how he felt. He may not have felt that way. But I don't, I think that there was something to that, but I don't like putting that on Lindsay. I don't like saying that was Lindsay's fault that she, that she was drinking. Callie, I agree. That's a really lame reason to blame this on her. You know, it's so funny. We see, we feel like at times we feel like we've come so far and like, as far as like women power and stuff, but then it's, it is, it's quick. I'm quick to realize how much strong women, successful women, people don't like to support them. Like Ariana's a great example. Ariana got cheated on. And the temptation from so many people to be like, she's not perfect. She cheated too. And to kind of like blame it, even though she's telling us she's heartbroken. She's showing us she's sad. They People want perfect victims. They want that perfect, like sad, innocent little victim who's, you know, who's quiet. And how how could you hurt me? But strong women get hurt too. And strong women deserve love, too. And now that Ariana's gotten so much success from Scandaval, with all the advertisers and companies being like, please just promote our product because it'll go viral. 
we're already seeing the pendulum swinging and Ariana is aware of it. Uh, someone had commented something like, I have a feeling people are going to turn on Ariana and have a so- and get a soft spot for Tom. And she commented back to that person, Ariana did, and said, I honestly would not be surprised if the audience swung that way. And I like that she knows it because it's just what happens to people. We don't like, like, we liked her when she was really sad and stuff, but then she started getting all these sponsorships and we're like, oh, she's okay. And then like, really? Why is she even getting all these sponsorships, right? Because she got cheated on. The resentment builds. And so I'm already seeing comment after comment after comment when I do talk about Ariana that's like that. Or just on other on other posts. The, the hate for Ariana is growing because people resent that she is doing really well. And but but people get confused because I I posted about what Ariana had said about how I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out like that, and a couple people wrote, "No, I think that we've come far enough as a society where we support women." I said, "I no, I want to live in that world, but that's not the case. It's just not." Let's see. Here we go. I want. Oh, I'm going to look at your guys' comments here. Hold on. It's like Carl became non-confrontational when he stopped drinking. So, yeah, I don't see him telling her that outright. Yeah. It is Carl's job to communicate his needs, not for Lindsay to be a mind reader. Yeah. They never should have gotten together. Yeah, no, I want to. Okay. We live in a patriarchy. Fuck yeah, we do. We still very much do. And women are just, we're women to other women. Women on women hate is no joke. Women hate seeing other women win. Exactly. Yeah. Like, let the girl make her money, please. She was, you know, she she was everywhere. And it did, I I also was like, God, another one? This is crazy. But I I don't think I would be saying no if I'm trying to move out, you know what I mean? Like, then you think about it, you're like, she's trying to move out of that house. She's trying to get bought out of the house. Whatever she's trying to do, I don't know what the plan is. But she, What's she going to do? Say no? People keep coming to her with that because it's the companies that realize her her selling power. So I I understood too. Like I got a little annoyed with her at one point. Remember she did the one uh, where she teased that she was moving and she was packing up boxes, but it ended up being like one of those financial sponsorship partnerships that she did. And I remember being like, oh, I'm I'm irritated. But then I had to check myself and be like, relax. She probably got paid a lot of money. And that was the requirement. The deliverable, if you will, was that she had to post that exact thing and get the and get the people to talking. <sighs> okay. That is all I have for news I actually I absolutely had to cover. If anyone in the chat has a question for me, I figure now would be fun to do a little um a little QA. Callie, she was on Love Island Games. Oh, my God. She's so good on Love Island. She's so good on Love Island Games. She's good at that shit, the hosting and stuff. She's natural. She's having fun with it. Really enjoy enjoy seeing her on that. And she looks unbelievable. She looks better than ever. I am so – I know I've repeated myself about this a hundred times, but honestly, as soon as Ariana and Tom were broken up, her whole face changed. She became more beautiful. It's like she had been just – bogged down as soon as i saw the start of uh last season it's when the scene when katie and ariana go to check out a space for the for a potential space it's like the first episode i was like "Ooh, ariana doesn't look good she looks like she's carrying the weight of the world oh my god jasmine i love her on dancing with the stars too dude how many i've watched that britney i'm a slave for you dance like twenty thousand times 
She's so good. And I love that she had to teach them the choreography from the video. That is like, talk about a full circle dream come true. Like this is, you know what I mean? Like that's incredible. That is so, so good. So yeah, go ahead, guys. Oh, and over on YouTube too. If anybody, or YouTube, this is YouTube. This is TikTok. I'm not used to this. This is is funny. Kim over on TikTok says, people always want a villain. So if she keeps the Tom hate, she will be seen as a bitter Betty. Yup. She is going to probably get penalized. She's probably going to be, people are going to be like, get over it. It's going to be a lot of that probably this season. A lot of like, okay, just get over it already. Everyone's been cheated on. I'll see that happening constantly. Constantly, I'm sure. Hi, Kim, On the by the way, over on TikTok. Thanks for tuning in on the TikTok. Let's see. Slave for You was insane. Watching, watch, oh, it was so good. It was so good. Does she have a background in dance? Well, she, Shay, remember, she was Sheena Shay's backup dancer. The first time we see Sheena perform on, um, on, Vanderpump Rules, Ariana is her backup, is her backup background dancer. So I feel like Ariana must have studied a bit at some point and then maybe like just didn't pick it back up. Maybe that's it. Shay asks, does anyone have, does anyone think care? Okay, so I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this question and I'm scared you guys are going to hate me with my answer. The question is, does Carrie Ann have a bias against Ariana? Here's my problem. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very judgy judge when it comes to dance. And so as much as I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Everything is so amazing about it. I always end up thinking in my head, whatever Carrie Ann says. And I'm like, so it's, she really is truly, in my opinion, just trying to give her things that would make her even better because the specific things she says, I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing. She just needs to finish that line. But I come from a dancer background and that's why I can't really watch Dancing with the Stars because it just bugs me. I'm like, these people are terrible. But you're like, you're lines. And it's like, what? So I think that Carrie Ann is genuinely trying to make the next performance even more perfect. That's what I'm thinking. I don't ever think Carrie Ann is off. I always, I actually end up agreeing with her technical critiques. Leslie asks, are Lala and Tom friends now? Didn't she say she was tired of the Tom hate train? They're not friends now. No, not at all. But what happened at BravoCon was that someone got up and the question for Tom was, why are you still here? And that was like, all right, we don't need to be doing that to him on a stage in front of all of these people that now is getting ridiculous. Like we do have to tone it down a little bit. And I think there may be an element for Lala where she kind of realizes like I fed a lot of that toxicity and I kind of want to maybe be one of the people that says let's tone it down. Cause she, she did, you know, she was pretty powerful during that whole thing. She was posting constantly and she just would not stop going on her stories yelling at Tom for Tom for things Tom said in this in the show. So I don't think that they're friends by any means. Um the one we gotta keep our eyes out for is uh Sheena. Cause we it was always a it was always a wonder. I was like, do we think that she's gonna that Sheena's gonna, you know, 
crack, and I feel like she will. I will. I know VPR comes out in January, but do we have an exact date? Trying to throw a launch party. Woo! Um, I don't know. Do we? We haven't even got a trailer yet, so I doubt it. God, January is literally month or weeks away. It's like so, so close. Did this year not feel like a three-month year? Like it should be May. Like it should not be November, almost the end of the year. I feel like Lala was harder on Rachel, but I don't know. Well, maybe at the reunion. She, no, they were. I, I I disagree with that one. I think that she was. I think that Lala was pretty hard on both. Um, it's just Tom. This is the difference. Tom fights back. Tom would fight back. Rachel did not. Rachel's Rachel chose her version of dealing with it. But Tom. That's why people are always pissed that Tom. He's like, well, Tom. Tom didn't have to go anywhere and didn't have to disappear. What's up with that? Tom didn't have to hide like Rachel did. It's like, no, he could have. But he decided, no, I'm going to go on tour and I'm just going to play to booing. Like, he's just sh- more shameless. So Lala would go for him and he'd, like, yell back at her and say dumb shit. So you just didn't register it. But Lala was on her stories constantly. I had to stop checking her stories because I was like, girl, you need to stop. She'd be like, I'm not going to talk about Tom anymore. And then literally the next time be like, I'm going to talk about Tom. And so it was like, okay, girl. So, yeah. All right, guys, any questions for me or I'm going to wrap it up? I got to get this format down. I'm not really accustomed to doing this stuff where I just like go through news things. I might just do something else because I don't know if I love it. I don't know if I'm thriving in this format. I'm not really a news gal. That's so many other people do it better than I do. I love this. Do this again. Oh, okay. Do you think, do you think Bethany is pissed BravoCon was a huge success? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the question is in case I laugh through it. Do you think do you think Bethany is pissed BravoCon was a huge success? <laughs> yes. I think Bethany has like a little voodoo doll going for Andy Cohen and and Bravo in general. Like she's like <laughs> she's like, God damn it. She's also like, why the fuck didn't I think of that? And why the fuck am I not there anymore? Bethany has straight up admitted that the reason it was after the watch what happens live uh with jeff lewis where it was not her where she wasn't getting the typical favoritism that she normally gets um i uh oh yes you guys like this okay okay i'll keep doing them all right all right everything i'm i'm going very outside my comfort zone this week so i'm just i'm not 100 percent sure how things are reading so it's good to know okay okay good to know um, but Bethany said that she's like, after that, watch what happens live appearance. That's when she realized that, you know, they would turn on her. And I'm like, so you literally are admitting that it's, this is all bitterness. <laughs> this is all bitterness. Christine, I haven't done a recap with Kendrick in a while. I was just literally thinking that today. I got like sad. I was like, oh my God, it's been forever. Kendrick was in the hospital for a period of time. So he was out and I was kind of giving him a minute to catch up, but I'm thinking I, I, I got something in the works because I miss him so much. And I'm also going to give him shit for not having me on his podcast because that is also a possibility, you know, Kendrick, but I miss him so much. We text all the time, but still like I miss recording with him. I miss laughing with him. Uh, he's fine now. He's fine. Just so we're clear. He's fine. He's recovered. Um, but he was in the hospital for like a week maybe even longer. 
but he's fine. He's good now. He's getting in shape. He's got a trainer. He's counting macros. He is getting his health together. And he was actually already in the process of doing that. And then he ended up in the hospital. So it was kind of like it was already in the works. He's going to be taking care of himself. Every time I see a new interview someone has done with Bethany, now I shake my head. They have no idea how the Bravo community feels about her. She acts like we want her to keep talking. She does. And so, but some people, unfortunately, do. That's the problem. This Evan guy. Evan, get out of here. The, you came in last time and did that, and the moderator had to reject your weird comments. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> the last recap with Kendrick was the NYC reunion. Yeah. I know, such a long time ago. And then, yeah, so he it's it's been a minute, but we'll get something going for sure. Denise wrecked – okay, wait, though. If you guys – I was – I loved the Denise Richards-Bethany um, interview because Denise was like, I didn't get the memo here. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to feed into this, and you're not that big. And, like, I don't understand what was the point of that Vanity Fair article. Thank you, though, because I was like, yeah, what's the point of this thing? We already heard this. And I kind of, this is what pissed me off, though, because Ebony doesn't want to be associated with Bethany, yet now she is with this, you know? Can I recap? Oh, I'm, this is all, all the Denise, all the Denise interview was, was um, she said to Bethany straight up, I don't understand, I didn't understand the point of that Vanity Fair article. Bethany said, which is, which is bullshit, by the way. Bethany said in response to that on the, on the episode, she goes, yeah, the thing about Vanity Fair is, you know, they're a conglomerate that's associated with Bravo and NBC. So there was more in there that they that they cut out. And I'm like, hold on, wait. You most likely set up this Vanity Fair article, Bethany, because that's I think you even I think she even admitted that she did. But you went to them knowing that they could possibly really, really like edit it down to make Bravo look fine. And that doesn't make any sense. That's just bad business on your end. Now that now Vanity Fair wasn't the article, wasn't the publication to use because they're associated with NBC. Well, then why'd you go to them to begin with? You don't, you, you agree to do these things. You agree to these interviews. It's not like they force you to. So that was bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit, girl. There was a whole lot more they didn't put in there. Okay, well, then that was bad on either either you're right and then that's bad on you for agreeing to do this article with someone who wouldn't show the full story, which is what you're trying to do. Or you're lying. Either one. Oh, no, Jasmine, she Beth, Ebony's not aligning herself with Bethany. Ebony was just in the Vanity Fair article. And that's when she gave like direct quotes in there about what Ramona had said and like the, you know, the racism stuff and all that. Um, but Ebony says even in the article, fuck Bethany, I don't need a white woman to represent me in this whole thing. And Ebony's been outspoken even on her, on her stories on Instagram. Ebony showed a screen grab of Bethany messaging her, like, can we talk? And Ebony posted it like, no, sis, we're not going to fucking talk. I'm not a part of your thing. Um... But Bethany is so smart, the most successful of all the housewives. She she also has to remind us all the time, doesn't she? I'm the one who did it all. I'm the one who broke the mold. I'm the one. Okay, Bethany, thank you. Do I think Larsa will come back to Miami or is she becoming too unlikable? I think we've proven by now with like 
awful cast members that they will bring back anybody. Don't forget they named the clause. Don't forget they named that clause after me, the Bethany clause. The Bethany clause. Um, I don't. I think Larsa will be back if um, if I don't know how the season plays out. Let's see how the rest of the season. It's early days yet with Miami, so let's see how bad if it only gets worse and worse. But I thought after last year she was so bad, like that reunion. Oh my god, she was horrible at the reunion. So I thought that um, they would have fired her then, you know. Um, okay, let's see. I think I got it all. Okay, guys. All right. Well, thanks for coming for the first one. I'll keep doing them every. I know it's Saturday, but every Friday, three o'clock, and then Monday, three o'clock Pacific time. I'm gonna recap Potomac. What I'm gonna do is kind of a general recap because I haven't done any of the episodes yet. So I'm gonna go to. Um, I'm gonna do kind of like leading us up to this. Not my huge. Okay. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams like classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash shespeaksbravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. And if you're interested in hearing my takes on non-Bravo shows, check out my new podcast, She Speaks It All. I cover the challenge, drag race, and any other show I'm obsessed with that's not... Bravo. She Speaks It All is available everywhere you get your podcasts, just like this show. Make sure you're following me on the social medias. I am She Speaks Bravo across all platforms. Thank you so much for any support you give the show, even if it's just listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.